What? Hey, what's happening? Yeah, let me turn my camera on. Yeah, do that. Oh, hang on. Let me take the cover off my camera. Hang on. Let me put some pants on. Hang on. Let me let me put my. Yeah, let me let me clean up this pile of jizz rags. Oh, hang on. Let me make sure by. Let me clean up all this cum. Let me make sure my sex slave is out of the shot. Let me. You guys can't see it. Cody, get the fuck out of here. You guys can't see it, but if you could see Drew right now, I would describe the sound effect as: Hang on, let me clean up all this cum. Oh. Yeah, it's, so, just, it's all it's just all soaking into my skin like Osmosis Jones. Uh -huh, yeah. I I've no, never no, seen no, the show, a... but every time I bring up Osmosis, I'm just like, yeah, Jones, yeah. probably. <laughs> <laughs> Who? <laughs> Osmosis, Osmosis Jones, Jones and me. <laughs> Who? Osmosis Jones. <laughs> Hi, my name is what? My name is who? My name is Osmosis, Osmosis Jones. Jones. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> but yeah, back then hoes didn't want me. Now I'm hot hoes all on me. <laughs> like on my skin, I'm absorbing them. <laughs> Ma's most Jones. Who's most Jones? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's what I was doing earlier. <laughs> All right, we're off to a good start. Three zero eight zero zero four. I'm Osmosis Jones. I clean up spills right off the floor. The floor. <laughs> <laughs> fuck does he do in that show all i know is he's a little blue guy i've never seen it i thought it was a movie <laughs> <laughs> what i was like what is osmosis jones up to now oh it came out august 7th 2001 no wonder no one talks about it <laughs> <laughs> We really forgot. Uh, you know who was probably happiest about 9-11 was Gary Condit. <laughs> <laughs> All right, walk, know, walk us through that. So, uh, Gary Condit, uh, Chandra Levy, um, there was this whole scandal where he had an, uh, an intern... Uh, who he was fucking and disappeared and hmm and, and it was like September 2000 and you know so Condit was in a lot of hot water it was like September 2001 when uh, people started uh, or they started looking for it and thought they had like a murder suspect or whatever uh, and that he was connected to the murder somehow and then 9-11 happened, and everyone forgot about it. Damn. Yeah. It's a good way to get away with murder. Jeez, Major Chris... act of international terrorism to distract everyone. Oh my god, there's a star-studded cast for this fucking movie. Uh, Chris Rock, Lawrence yeah. Fishburne, David Hyde Pierce, 
William Shatner, Chris Elliott, Bill Murray, Brandy Norwood. Brandy Norwood, just Brandy? Yeah. Yeah, Brandy, right. Norwood, you didn't let me right. finish. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that is a lot. I think this is like one of the three movies I've seen where a major plot point is a guy eating an egg. I've never seen it. Uh, I don't know whether to ask you how that's a major plot point or what the other two movies are. Oh, the other two. William are Shatner, Molly Shannon, Chris Elliott. Wow. I was watching uh, Get a Life again the last few days. Great yeah. show. Great show. Great show. Yeah, I've got the DVDs. The commentaries are pretty funny, too. Because Dave Merkin, the guy who created it, uh, was also the showrunner of The Simpsons on seasons five and six. So really funny dude. But also, there's one commentary where like Kevin Nealon is the guest uh, commenter. Yeah. But he's had nothing to do with the show. He's just like David Merkin's buddy. So <laughs> there's like, he's like, oh, what is this? <laughs> and just like ask dumb Quentin getting sidetracked the whole time. It's pretty funny. Uh, okay, so sorry. Back to your egg movies. Um, no, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm just, I'm just, <laughs> I'm just reading the Wikipedia page for Osmosis Jones. Oh. So it's Chris Rock as Osmosis Ozzie Jones, a quick-witted white blood cell with an impulsive personality. Oh, that's good. They got that. Uh, it's good that they're doing uh race blind casting for this sort of thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Now, you're going to tell me a black man can't play a white blood cell as good as anybody? Anyway. <laughs> and then David Hyde Pierce plays Special Agent Drixenol Drix Drixobenzometaphedramine, a by-the-book cold pill who becomes Ozzy's partner. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I couldn't have given him a better name. Uh, then Brandy has Leah Estrogen. <laughs> wow. Uh, William Shatner is Mayor Fleming, but spelled like the thing, the Fleming. Yeah, I got the Wikipedia page open, too. And then Tom <laughs> Kalanick, Ron Howard. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Oh, my God. <sighs> Jesus Christ. Oh, yeah, budget 70 mil, uh, box office 14. Good lord. Yeah. It's like, uh... It's kind of wild. I mean, you wouldn't expect... <laughs> Twisted Brown Trucker members, Kid Rock, Kenny Olsen, Jason Krause, Joe C., Stephanie Uhlenberg... Jimmy Bones, Trombley, and Uncle Cracker provide the voices of the fictional band Kidney Rock. <laughs> Good God. <laughs> oh, that's dog shit. <laughs> Grab your towels, we've got an hour. It's time to hop in the community shower. <laughs> Uh, yeah, it, it reminds that just reminded me of the movie Motherhood. You remember Motherhood, uh, the two thousand nine movie directed uh, or starring Uma no. Thurman. No, uh, I don't remember. So its budget was ten million, mm -hmm. and uh, it had a it had a really good uh, opening in the UK market. Uh, 
the box off the box office gross opening night budget was 10 million the gross opening night was nine nine dollars yeah well pounds <laughs> 88 Never. pounds opening weekend 11 people purchased tickets and only one person saw the first uh, showing wow yeah I, say, I never heard of this wow total box office seven hundred twenty six thousand three hundred fifty four dollars yeah the times observed that while motherhood was only the second worst flop in british cinematic history the film that beat it to that honor uh 2007's my nikifor which took uh seven pounds on its launch was a small independent effort rather than a three million pound Hollywood production. <laughs> <clears throat> Jesus Christ. I mean, this is kind of an independent film, but it's also like, I literally never heard of this. <laughs> and yeah, it's hard for a movie to only sell 11 tickets. Like, that's, that's, be, that's below the point of, wow, this really sucked. And nobody, we, we obviously didn't tell anybody about this. Fucking clearly not. <laughs> yeah, like even the Wikipedia uh, page see. suggests. Uh, yeah, it, it's got a twenty percent Rotten Tomatoes. Uh, IMDb of three point eight eight out of ten. Ooh, Roger Ebert gave it two stars. Veteran film critic Barry Norman said it's a reasonable assumption that there was a marketing and advertising <laughs> catastrophe, and people didn't know it was showing. And it's like, yeah. Like, clearly. Yeah, like, there's bad movies that flop, but, you know, people still go see them opening weekend, and then they drop off ass. This this kind of box office is like, we didn't tell anyone we were making a movie. We should do that next time. Yeah. I wouldn't have watched this movie, but I also don't think mm -hmm. it's for me. Yeah, you know, I'm, uh... I, I support mothers, but I'm not one, so... I'm not know. a fan of Hood. <laughs> Actually, yeah, it's just, I support the Hood, but this movie's about a white mother? Fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know what they say about the, the white mothers in the Hood? Those are the ones you gotta watch out for. Those uh -huh. are dangerous ones. <laughs> That's the yeah. one you gotta watch out about. Yeah, it's like, you know, how the one uh, white dude in the crew of black guys is always the craziest one. Yeah. Because, like, you got to be the craziest one to, be <laughs> to, to hang with them. You yeah, really like, got to prove yourself. You've got to be crazy to hang out with black people. Nate Pizzolato, 2023. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what I said. <laughs> uh. Oh my god! <laughs> hey, you know me, man. I'm very popular with the urban community. Yeah, everyone loves you that lives inside of a large city. <laughs> <laughs> not a lot. Not a big rural. Not a lot of rural. 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 Jesus Christ. Rural. 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 The rural. <laughs> Starting in the Ruger, the true story of Rory Jerner, whose pure fury inspires a terrible murder. Ah, man, we talked about how you haven't seen 30 Rock last time. Well, that joke's I not going to fly. 
Yeah, well, in season one, Jenna stars in a movie called The Rural Juror, <laughs> which is like a legal thriller adapted from a Kevin Grisham book. Yeah. <laughs> Not John Grisham, to be clear. Kevin Grisham. And, but, like, the way she pronounces it, no one can understand what it uh, the title is. She's always like, yeah, I'm in the, I'm starring in The Rural Juror. The Roger. Roger. And, uh, yeah, and then at one point Barbara Walters interviews her, and, yeah, the whole thing sounds like that. Uh, 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 Roger. The true story of Rory Jerner, whose pure furor inspires a terrible murder. It's not my best Barbara Walters. I'm no yeah. Gilda Radner. <laughs> Do you even know who that is? No. <laughs> no, I don't. But I won't hold that against you. All right. That, uh, now that's a fucking holy shit. Let me. Uh... The only thing you really need to know about her, I guess, is that she was a uh, original cast member on Saturday Night Live. Let me send you a link. Uh, 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 look at this shirt that I received an email about. About would you be interested in purchasing this shirt? It's about uh, a shirt commemorating commemorating. Uh, the 1997 uh, Bank of America, ba the Bank of America robbery in LA. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> Let me check this out then. Okay. Um. Hell yeah. What <laughs> <laughs> a fucked thing to make a commemorative shirt about. Man. Yeah. <laughs> I can't even tell whose uh, side this is on. I I don't know. <laughs> is it just somebody who likes bank robbery shootouts? Like, yeah, it's, it's just like making a World War II but just like listing the – it's like U.S., England, Western Europe versus Germany, Italy, Japan. <laughs> and just like listing death tolls. It was just like – <laughs> on the one hand, the West got two nuclear bobs dropped. On the other hand, uh, the Axis, you know, ran up that extra six million. So, body Go count board. wise, yeah, body count wise. Uh, I'm looking. I'm trying to find out the history. I'm trying to find out the histories. One afternoon, surfing eBay, this commemorative shirt with no particular origin that we could trace appeared. It depicted the event from a bird's eye view with an appropriate amount of bullets sprayed everywhere. We knew immediately that upon seeing it that it shouldn't be locked away in someone's grailed shirt collection, so we give it the full treatment uh, to bring it back. <clears throat> Jesus. <laughs> that's an amazing it's, shirt. It's just a... Oh, that's the back. The front is... Uh, it says, the heat is on. Uh, February fr Friday, February 28th, 1997. Uh, 0917 hours. This rules. I think I'm going to get the shirt. <laughs> you got to get the shirt. It's a... It's a it's a recreation of a shirt they saw on eBay. <laughs> the fuck? <laughs> I'm just now I'm thinking of uh, other great ideas for LAPD commemorative T-shirts, like one of David Mack uh, being <laughs> like Rampart scandal, three million dollars stolen. They never found the money, bitch. <laughs> what if it was? What if it was Bernie Mac? <laughs> David Mack. <laughs> that would be great. Uh, 
<laughs> Talked to a guy. Pretty, he said, "What you in here for? Nothing. How long? Ever?" It's <laughs> uh, like, well, shit. I know what I did. I'm gonna, but they never found that money. And when I get out of here in three years, my ass gonna be rich. Kick it. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't that just the plot to Blue Streak? I don't know. I never saw or like, Blue or Streak or like either. Yeah, that's a pretty good movie. Uh, it starts off with inspired I'm by the name, so I don't fuck it up. <laughs> inspired by the 1965 film The Big Job Martin Lawrence plays Miles a jewel thief who tries to retrieve a diamond he left at a police station whereupon he disguises himself as a detective and gets paired with a real policeman to investigate burglaries yeah 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 so they uh, they steal a diamond they stash it in this building that's under construction mm-hmm. and then they're like alright and they will escape but they get, they get thrown in jail escapes like 15 years later and yeah. the building they stashed in is now a police station. <laughs> That's amazing. Uh, it's Mark, uh, yeah, Mark Lawrence, Dave Chappelle, Luke Wilson, uh, Peter Green. Peter Green. Wait, I, I know who Peter Green is. I've seen. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, I've seen him in a few things. Uh, most recently, we watched Pulp Fiction a few months ago. Yeah. Yeah, he's there. Finally. Yeah, finally for like the twentieth time. <laughs> bro this is dog shit the tagline to this to this movie is he's a cop that's not believe that wow that's very that feels like very i don't understand even how it's punctu- it's it feels very works on contingency no money down <laughs> <laughs> he's a cop that's not believe that <laughs> Uh, but yeah, you know about the Rampart scandal, right? And the shield and all that? No. The Rampart scandal. Oh, shit. Well, we've talked about the shield, I'm sure. The the show? The show. Oh, yeah, we've talked about the show. Yeah. You told me to yeah, watch Michael it, and I Chicklets. didn't. Yeah, you should. It's it's still yeah. the greatest. Uh... I haven't not watched it because I don't respect your opinions. I just haven't gotten around to it yet. Oh, that's fine. Um, yeah. But you should. It's it's great. But uh, so there's this like special like task force in uh the LAPD in the '90s, uh called the Rampart. Uh, uh, what was it called? Ramp? What's Rampart? Uh, oh, Rampart's a division of the LAPD. But yeah, it's called the Crash Unit. And Crash, of course, uh, you know, in a perfect sign of the exact level of cleverness cops are. <laughs> Is an acronym that stands for Community Resources Against Street Hoodlums. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's dog shit. Yeah, but um, <clears throat> yeah, there's so much shit going. Like, uh, more than seventy police officers, either assigned to or associated with the Rampart Crash Unit, were initially implicated in various forms of misconduct, including unprovoked shootings, unprovoked beatings, planning of false evidence, stealing and dealing narcotics, bank robbery, perjury, and the covering up of evidence of these activities. (laughs) So, yeah, like, they just were basically running, like, a gang, like, running L.A. like a gang that had legal protection, you know? Uh, David Mack... I guess whose name was the basic, you know, sort of the basis for Vic Mackey, uh, Michael Chiklis, the lead on yeah. the Shield. Um, yeah, apparently, I don't know. You said Biz Markey. <laughs> what? Vic Mackey, David Mack. Okay, so the real cop is David Mack, right? Yeah. Uh, apparently, he just fucking committed an armed robbery. He like just committed an armed robbery of a bank. 
Uh, <laughs> Based? <laughs> yeah, and just Mac was uh, seven. <clears throat> yeah, he just stole the money and hit it. Uh, he got caught because his uh, girlfriend, who's the assistant bank manager, finally confessed and flipped. And uh, he went to prison for 14 years, but he hid the money. Uh, never said where he hid it. Bragged to fellow inmates that he would become a millionaire by the time of his release. Yeah. So, yeah, there's all that stuff. Um, wow. Dude, oh, this is nutty. The Hang on. The, this is the first fucking entry of... I'm just skimming this entry, but it's... um. Around, <clears throat> I just skimmed it. LAPD undercover around 4 p.m. on March 18th, 1997. LAPD undercover officer Frank Liga shot and killed a plainclothes rampart crash officer, uh, Kevin Gaines, in self-defense following a case of road rage. According to Liga and other witnesses, Gaines pulled his green, <clears throat> his green Mitsubishi Montero to Liga's Buick and flash gang signs. After Gaines followed Liga and brandished a 45 ACPC hand ACP handgun, <laughs> Liga took out a, just yeah just read this is fucking insane uh-huh. and yeah <laughs> and then he took out his gun and called for backup using a hidden radio acted by a foot pedal saying hey I've got a problem I got a black guy yeah <laughs> yeah. In a green Jeep coming up here, he's got a gun. Mm-hmm. Uh, pulling up at a stoplight, like a letter testified that he heard Gaines shout, I'll cap you. He fired his 9x19mm Beretta 92 pistol into Gaines' SUV twice, one of the bullets lodging in his heart. Like I radioed one final transmission, I just shot this guy, I need help, get up here. Uh, I reported that Gaines was the first to pull a gun and responded in self-defense. Oh yeah, read those next two paragraphs. Read those next three paragraphs, actually, while you're at it. Yeah, this just gets better. In an interview with P- on PBS's Frontline, he said, In my training experience, this guy had I'm a gang member written all over him. Inside of Gaines' car, a Death Row Greatest Hit CD was found as he was listening to Death Row's inclusion of no Vaseline at the time of confrontation. In his ensuing investigation, LAP discovered that Gaines had apparently been involved in similar road raid incidents, threatening drivers by brandishing his gun. The investigation also read revealed that Gaines was associated with both the Death Row Records record label and its controversial owner and CEO, Suge Knight. <laughs> yeah. Uh, investigators yeah. learned that Death Row Records, which was alleged to be associated with the Blood Street Game, was hiring off-duty LAPD officers to serve as security guards. Following three separate internal av- investigations, LIGO was exonerated of any wrongdoing. LAPD concluded that LIGO's shooting was in policy and not racially or improperly motivated. With three days yeah. of the incidents, the Gaines family hired retained attorney Johnny Cochran, friend of the show. The legend, and, R.I.P. <laughs> the man, the Mourn myth, the legend. Mourn you till I join you. Involved <laughs> 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 a wrongful death lawsuit against the city of L.A. for 25 mil. Uh, they settled for 250k. <laughs> So you froze up for like 20 seconds there, so I missed everything, but I'm assuming you read the rest. So I did. I was, was going to say, yeah, so <clears throat> on top of everything else we've talked about with the Rampart guys, uh, some of them were probably the cops who killed Tupac. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Fucking nuts, huh? Oh, oh, man. Wow. That is a... Uh... 
Yeah, there's a lot going on there. Anyway, everyone should watch The Shield. It's great. In an extensive testimony to investigators, Perez provided a detailed portrait of the culture of the elite crash unit. Perez insisted mm -hmm. that 90% of crash officers were in the loop, knowingly framing civilians and perjuring themselves in the witness stand. He claimed his superiors were aware of and encouraged crash officers to engage in misconduct. The goal of the unit was to arrest gang members by any means necessary. Perez claimed crash officers were awarded plaques for shooting civilians and suspects, with extra honors if such persons were killed. Alleges that crash officers spell carried spare guns in their war bags to plant on civilians and suspects in order to mm -hmm. avoid responsibility. In reported <laughs> testimony revealed the crash motto, We intimidate those who intimidate others. Oh my god. Yeah. Yeah, it's fucking nuts, man. Like, they're just a gang that operated under color of authority. It's Crash officers insane. would get together at the shortstop, a bar near Dodger Stadium, and Echo Park to drink and celebrate shootings. Supervisors mm -hmm. handed out plaques to shooters containing red or black playing cards. A red card indicated a wounding and a black a killing, uh, which was considered more prestigious. Uh-huh. Perez testified that at least one Rampart lieutenant attended these celebrations. Officers wore tattoos of the Crash logo, a skull with a cowboy hat, encircled with poker cards depicting the dead man's hand, aces and eights. Yep. Sheesh. Shit's crazy, huh? Uh. Ties to the murder of Notorious B.I.G., yeah. Oh my god. LAPD investigators Brian Tyndall and Russell Poole also believe Mack and other Rampart police were involved in a conspiracy to kill Wallace. Poole claimed that Chief Parks refused to investigate their claims of Mack's involvement, suppressed their 40-page report, and instructed investigators not to pursue their inquiries. Poole, an 18-year veteran of the force, quit the LAPD in protest and later filed a lawsuit against the LAPD for violating his First Amendment rights from, by preventing him from making this information public. And yeah, it's crazy that after all this, uh, yeah, this is the 90s. And, you know, now we're just even, you know, 25, 30 years later, we're still just like, oh, let's give the cops more money and more weapons and bigger weapons. And that'll fix everything. It would fix everything. Uh, oh, this is what, uh, let's see. Friend of the show, Christopher Dorner, who in February 2013 yes. carried out a series of shootings and killed kill during a police manhunt in SoCal, mm -hmm. referenced the Rampart scandal in this Facebook manifesto, which began from Christopher Jordan Dorner to America. First off, banger intro. Subject, last resort. I know most of you personally know me are in disbelief to hear from media reports that I am suspected of committing such horrendous murders and have taken drastic and shocking actions in the last couple days. Unfortunately, this is a necessary evil that I do not enjoy but must partake and complete for the substantial change to occur within the LAPD and reclaim my name. This department has not changed since the Rampart and Rodney King days. It has gotten worse. Yep. Uh, and I see no reason to doubt that. You know what? Here here on the Community Shower Podcast, we support the troop. Yeah, the one troop. We support the troop. The one honest cop in L.A. Can't quarter the Dorner. Yeah. Oh, my God. Uh, wow. <laughs> well, that was certainly a hilarious uh, <laughs> thing to read about. 
<clears throat> on our comedy what podcast. We, what the fuck were we talking about? Osmosis Jones? Who? <laughs> yeah, yeah, we were originally. <clears throat> Excuse me, fuck. Then somehow that got to Blue Streak. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait, how did that get to, But we got to Blue Streak because I brought up David Mack stealing the money and hiding it, and I don't remember why I brought that up. Uh, no, you brought up that because you were talking about Blue Streak. Mm, I thought I brought that up, and then you said, oh, it's just like the plot of Blue Streak. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah, I don't know Maybe either. Maybe could have been. <laughs> uh, I guess we'll just have to listen to the episode to find out. Grab your towels, we've got an hour. It's time to hop in the community shower. Well, I've got a list of other topics we can talk about. Yeah. What do we, what um, do we got? What do we got? Uh, hold on. Oh, we've got the topics channel. Yeah, yeah. There's at least one thing in there. And um, I've got at least one song parody. Uh, you've supposedly gotten a, got a story. Uh, so, well, what do you want to do? Dick Whoops. screenshot. So, what do you want to do? That is lame. I accidentally... Damn. Uh, wait, can you hear me? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Why does this thing say turn off camera? Oh. Well, that's weird. Alright, so, no, it's annoying, because I, if I hit Discord on the taskbar, it will pop up options to, like, mute stuff and turn off the camera. It's like, I don't want to do that. Stop tell. Why would I? Why would you make it easy so easy for me to accidentally do that? Anyway, uh, so where, I'm where checking the, the topics t- channel. Mm-hmm. We have a chop. We have a topics channel, listeners. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I've got something here from two ten twenty twenty three. Yes, yes. Where that just says dick screenshot. Uh huh. You reply with a question mark. I reply two and a half hours later, just saying I'll remember. Right. Listener, I don't. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> he should have recorded sooner. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, all right, so maybe maybe we'll figure that out one day. Um, <laughs> we'll figure, figure that out later. Mm-hmm. I do have a song. I don't remember if I did the song parody. Are you familiar with the uh, the song "Rock the Boat" by the Hughes Corporation? No. You probably are. You've probably heard it, even if you don't know. You have. Is it the one that's like? Rock the boat, don't rock the boat. Yeah, that's the one. Oh, Baby, rock yes. the boat, don't. I am you know, with so that I'd like to know where you got the notion. Yeah, and uh, some people say it was the first uh, disco hit to reach number one in the U.S. Ah. Uh, when you say some people say, is that a matter of contention? I think it's more a matter of whether or not you define it as disco. Hmm. I mean, yeah, it, it objectively a... did hit number one. <laughs> um but i don't think disco is really defined yet but it sounds like disco and clearly an influence on disco so disco seems like a subjective Mm -hmm. topic disco doesn't seem like a very cut and dry affair well you know it was 1974 so disco hadn't really become a thing yet but it's got all the hallmarks of disco you know that's true. When 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 do you remember as the influx of as when disco became? <laughs> when do I remember? Okay, hold on. Let me <laughs> let me stop you right there because I'm not as old as you think I am. 
I don't mean you lived through it. You could remember learning about yeah. disco in school. <laughs> um, we all had to take disco class. See, I don't. Know, I feel like class. disco is more a late '70s thing, but apparently, according to the Wikipedia, there are some early '70s songs that are considered uh, influential disco songs, uh, such as uh, "T.S.O.P." "The Sound of Philadelphia" by M.F.S.B. A wordless song written as the theme for Soul Train and a number one hit on the Billboard Hot 100 in 1974. Although, I think Rock the Boat? Yeah. <clears throat> According to Wikipedia, the Hughes Corporation's Rock the Boat, a U.S. number one single and million seller, was the, one of the early disco songs to reach number one. And then the same year saw the release of Kung Fu Fighting, which released number one in the U.K. and the U.S., became the best-selling single of the year and one of the best-selling singles of all time. 11 million records sold worldwide. So, I think by 74, disco was officially in effect. Um, Anyway, so you know the song. Yeah. You know, uh, so so what I've got for you is, you know, just imagine the instrumental kicking in. So, I'd like to know where you got the lotion. Said, I'd like to know where. You got the lotion to fuck my dad, don't fuck my dad, baby. Fuck my dad, don't <laughs> fuck my dad's asshole. Fuck my dad, don't fuck my dad, baby. Ah, ah. I can't remember uh, how the rest of the song goes, or I'd have more to that. <laughs> I, I, I remember there's a part where the line is love and devotion and replaced it with uh, thrusting motion, but that's as much as I remember. Oh, I was trying to find what the first disco song at all was. Uh-huh. Uh, this guy's saying Silver Apples uh, Oscillations, or Oscillations with Silver Apples, which is nice. Wait a minute. I mean, I know that song, and it's a good song. <clears throat> the idea that it's a disco, though, does not really track with me. It's a pretty fast disco. I mean, it's a great song. If you it's play just... that 45 on 33, that's a disco. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they are backstabbers by the OJ's. Oh, classic. Oh, well, we've I've done that in my parody of that on here, right? I must have. You now? have. I'm sure I have. Oh, well, why don't you hit us with are it? <clears throat> You're familiar with you know how backstabbers goes, right? Oh, of course. But how about you let me know so that we know that do you, you want, know? Do you want the original? I mean, I just want to make sure you know how it goes before I do the parody. Yeah, of course. But you know, you know the they smile in your face all the time. They wanna take your place. The backstabbers, backstabbers. So, um, my parody, which I know I've done before, but hey, we need <laughs> funny material. So, <laughs> they come in your face, then they beat you up behind your place. The fag bashes, fag bashes. <laughs> you know, we're we're very much against that sort of thing here at Community Shower. We're uh, very anti-disco here. At we're very. <laughs> I would say we're we're very anti-homophobic violence. But <laughs> actually, I can't even say as a joke I'm anti-disco. Disco's great. Uh, uh, I'm doing fine now by New York City. It says at seventy-three. Oh, Soul Makoso from seventy-two. Oh, also this. I, I was just realized. I was just trying to close some windows to look at, so I could look up more relevant stuff, and I'm like, oh, this T-shirt is 100% going to be the episode image. Unless we think of something better, but I don't know how we're going to top shootout in North Hollywood. 
(laughs) (laughs) Like, I mean, that's amazing. Uh, What else is on the list here? Oh, the, there is something else. Well, I don't know if we want to jump to it or if we got more songs. Or disco. I'm trying to think of what else I can. Yeah, and of course the, the the rebel ain't, you know. It's funny, you know, there's the whole disco backlash and it's just, you know. Well, mostly racism and. Yeah, we most don't want things them. usually are. Yeah, yeah, right? It's crazy, you know, it's. It's one of those things, you know, as a child, as a liberal child, I, uh, you know, thought everything was racism. As a mature, nuanced adult, I thought, oh, the world's more complicated than that. As a fully mature, or as a maturing, I should have said, adolescent. Fuck. I already fucked this up. Let me start over. Um, Adolescents are fully mature. Nath Pizzolatto, 2023. All right, we're definitely cutting this. <laughs> <laughs> running for running for Republican Congress in a city near you, <clears throat> in a city near your kids. Yeah, you know. <laughs> I wouldn't say they're fully mature. They just, you know, need an older man to partner with, you know, who will, who will put them on the right path before they fall yeah. into waywardness and sin. Of course. <laughs> it's not It's not sin if they do it with me. Mm-hmm. Anyway, it was like... um. Yeah, as a child, as a liberal child, I thought, oh, everything's racism. As a maturing adolescent, I thought, oh, no, the world's more nuanced and complex than that, and there are many factors. And as a fully mature, full-blown commie, I'm like, oh, everything is racism, it turns out. Yeah. <laughs> Very much like uh, the – I have a similar thing with uh, Killing in the Name of, you know, where it's like, oh, as a child, I was like, yeah, fuck you, I won't do what you tell me. As an amateuring adolescent, I was like, oh, you know, I mean, this is okay, but, you know, the world's more complicated than that. Rage is being a little juvenile here. And as a full-grown adult, I'm like, yeah, some of those that run forces are the same that burn crosses. 100% right. (laughs) (laughs) Um... (laughs) So where did we leave that off? Disco, um, note to self, cut, uh... Drew calling me a pedophile. Um, what else? <laughs> you know, cutting out the evidence just makes you seem like more of a pedophile. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, ah, yes. Uh, well, as long as we already went there with uh, the OJs, I might as well discuss this uh, Wikipedia page I put in the Topics channel that I put back there in December and we've never talked about on the show. Um, I've always said, uh, British, uh, you know, public schools, which is basically what they call, what we would call private schools, but they call them public schools for some reason. Public schools and boarding schools, um, you know, are just like hotbeds for institutional abuse and pedophilia. And in that spirit, I would like to read you the Wikipedia page for fagging. (laughs) (laughs) Fagging was a traditional practice in British public schools and also at many other boarding schools, whereby younger pupils were required to act as personal servants to the eldest boys. Although probably originating earlier, the first accounts of fagging appeared in the late 17th century. Fagging sometimes involved physical abuse and or sexual abuse. Although fagging lessening severity over the centuries, the practice continued in some institutions until the end of the 20th century. 
Uh, oh, boy. I mean, I'm just going to keep reading. The- <laughs> there are too many. I was like, well, that's a summary. That's good. I was like, no, there are too many good terms in this. Um, mm-hmm. uh, fagging originated as a structure for maintaining order in boarding schools when schoolmaster's authority was practically limited to the classroom. Thomas Arnold, headmaster of rugby from 1828 to 1841, defined fagging as a power given by the authorities of the school to the sixth form to be exercised by them over younger boys. Fagging was a fully established system of St. Paul's, Eton, and Winchester in the 16th century. Ah, all right, the next, I just have to, there's too many funny words in this. Fagging carried with it well-defined rights and duties on both sides. The senior, sometimes <laughs> called the fag master, was the protector of his fags and responsible for their happiness and good conduct. In any case of any problem outside the classroom, such as bullying or injustice, a junior's boy's recourse was to him, not to a foremaster or housemaster. <laughs> and, in, and except in the gravest cases, all incidents were dealt with by the fag master on his own responsibility. <laughs> uh, um, I, I, I watched a... Uh... I watched a show, and uh, it was a British show, like a panel show, and they have like they have, they had they had some of those like uh, oh this uh, uncut episodes too hot for TV, and I can't I can't find the episode. If I find it, I'll send it you. Uh, but like sometime before two thousand nine, uh, it was like so between like two thousand three and two thousand nine, or f- two thousand five two thousand nine, you just hear one of the guys like yell, talking to a guy, and they go like. Oh, you had a fag called Anthony? What, uh, <laughs> <would> you... <laughs> how, how was that? It was like, it was like, oh, I just, I just had it made me toast. <laughs> oh God! <laughs> you had a fag called Anthony, and he made you toast. <laughs> oh God! Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, what's this about it? <laughs> it's crazy, man. Like, naturally, um, fagging was sometimes associated with both consensual sexual service and sexual abuse. Christopher Tyreman, writing about the history of Harrow School, stated in some situations, fagging could either encourage or conceal sexual activity between students, and that at Harrow, fagging began to decline around the same time as the school started actively discouraging homosexual behavior, but continued in formal school life until the 1990s. Yeah. I, uh, yeah, I mean, I have a hypothesis, you, you know how, well, you know how, all conservatism is just projection, you know? Yeah. That's why all the people in America who yell loudest about groomers are also the ones who make excuses. Yell loudest that trans people are groomers are also the ones who make excuses for, like, actual pedophiles and yeah, the church yeah. covering for pedophiles and shit. Well, you know them. You noticed that some of those that workforces are also the same that burn crosses. Yeah. Uh, yeah, exactly. And um, in the same sense... Uh, those British turfs are like the really insane, uh, strident version of that. And it's because every fucking, uh, every fucking institution in Britain is basically built on ritual pedophilia, you know? Yeah. Which isn't the best to like found a country on. No. May not. I guess if it works. But does it work? <laughs> would you say no. would you say Britain works per se? <laughs> it worked for a long time. Yeah. yeah, I mean we got you know, they got everything from their schools to the royal family to the entertainment industry, yeah. you know. That was I mean, always Amer- like 
I that was the funny part about World War Two. I one of the one of the funniest parts about World War Two, uh, besides the big grill, mm-hmm. uh, was probably uh, the big... yeah the... they did all that cooking. Uh, I don't was... know which thing you're going to reference, but I feel oh, like they it's had all, going they had all those smokers horrible set up in, either uh, way. Western Germany. Ah uh, uh, yes. Blah, 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 blah. Uh, it was like uh, it was all of just Britain just fighting so hard not to be run by Germans. Yeah, it's a good thing we're not run by Germans, and it's a good thing the Queen of the House of Habsburg is still all safe. <laughs> <laughs> what is what is what was that bitch's name? Which one? The before it was that the before, they, before it was the House of Windsor. Oh, yeah, they changed their name from some fucking crazy German thing. I don't remember. Uh, let's look it up. I am doing that. Let's see. The, wow. The House of Saxe-Coburg and Goethe. Sax-Coburg-Gotha. Uh, yeah. Itself a cadet branch of the House of Wetten, uh, Wetten uh, which is a dynasty of German kings, prince electors, dukes, and counts. Uh, that ruled pr- uh, territories in the present-day German states of Saxony, Saxony-Anhalt, and Thuringia. Jesus fuck. Uh, they exceeded the House of Hanover, uh, which is another house of. G- succeeded the House of Hanover to the British market monarchy. The House of Hanover was another German uh, one, with the mm-hmm. exception of King Edward the Seventh. Uh. Uh. Who is the who is the queen now? Uh, there is no queen now. Uh, Charles the Third will be. Well, I guess he is. I don't know if he is the king or if he's. I don't no, know when he's is the king he, now. Yeah, but did he have his official coronation yet? I thought they were doing that sometime later this year. Uh. Imagine his, being that fucking guy, and you're like, well, you know, uh, yeah, his, born 48, uh, you know, mom just, uh, come on, Wikipedia, hurry the fuck up. Uh, you know, mom, mom born was, in 26, uh, you know, she was yeah. like, uh, when did she become queen? Oh yeah, she becomes queen when you're four, and you're like, all right, well, you know, so, you know, I don't know how long she's going to make it, but probably, you know. Imagine being Charles in the 80s, and you're just like, all right, any day now. Yeah, <laughs> and then forty fucking years later, finally become king. Just when you're too old to enjoy it. Yeah. Who's after him? William. He yeah, yeah. he gets uh he yeah, gets yeah not Harry the one who was definitely uh the son of Diana's tennis instructor. Yeah. <laughs> you can tell because William looks like Charles and Harry looks like a normal human. Yeah, we don't want to. Uh, we can't. We can't uh, d- dilute the fine English blood of all these Germans with the. Oh the my son God, Dode Alfayed. <laughs> uh, but yeah, um, he, his coronation it takes is going to take place on sixth May, twenty twenty three. If he lives that long, shout yeah. out all our English listeners. Yeah, uh, and our Irish listeners for that matter. You especially know. our Irish listeners. <laughs> up <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, I'll just add uh, 
that that all these are completely serious and these are our real beliefs supported and represented by community shower mm-hmm. podcast uh these beliefs I, are shared by us all yeah uh free ireland free you know reunification um break up the uk yeah uh river to sea all that shit <laughs> oh, wrong wrong country same concept similar beliefs um i was just gonna comment that uh you know it's fucking annoying and gr- is that for wikipedia page for royal family instead of listing their children under children they're listed under issue uh, jesus it's just like a me. gross term for yeah coming or sh- shooting anything out of anything Uh, Papa, what else? Who, uh, <clears throat> mm-hmm. which one of them is uh married to Ma- Meghan Markle? That's Andrew Harry. Right? No, that's Harry. Harry. Harry, the normal looking one. Oh, yeah, the normal looking one. Andrew's the Nazi. Uh, maybe, probably. I think they're all kind of Nazis. Andrew's uh, was Epstein's friend, yeah, yeah. The one who said it couldn't have been him fucking the 16-year-old who testified against him because he doesn't sweat anymore. Oh, yeah, and the, and the kid said that he was sweating like a pig? Probably, something like that. I don't yeah. remember the whole thing. Well, that, in, that case, it had to, in that case, it had to have been him because pigs don't sweat. They don't have sweat glands, and that saying is retarded. Mm-hmm. That's why pigs roll themselves uh, in mud. It's to cool themselves down because they cannot. Where is... I'm trying to find... Uh. Uh. <laughs> Tina Brown, a journalist who edited Vanity Fair, The New Yorker, and The Daily Beast, maintains Epstein described Andrew behind his back as an idiot but found him useful. That's fucking funny. Yeah. Was it uh, Epstein, the one that, like, in the uh, interview... Uh, they were like, yeah, the child described your penis as egg-shaped, and he got, like, mad. <laughs> Maybe. I don't know that he ever got interviewed. That also seems like something that could happen to Prince Andrew. Hold on. Yeah, Jeffrey Epstein had an egg-shaped penis. Ah, uh, Newsnight interview. Here we go. Oh, wow, there's an entire separate article about Prince Andrew and the Epstein scandal. Ha! <laughs> Uh, Prince Andrew uh, also added that Jeffrey's claims about dancing with him at Tramp while he was sweaty are false due to him temporarily losing the ability to sweat after an adrenaline overdose during the Falklands War. Several doctors told the Times they did not believe this explanation as adrenaline overdose typically causes excessive sweating in humans. (laughs) It has been previously said that his mother, the queen, has not been seen sweating in public, raising the possibility of inherited anhydrosis, although this was not the explanation given by the duke. Also, the queen probably doesn't sweat in public because that's probably part of her image, and they make sure to make her as comfy and not having to do physical effort as possible. <laughs> uh, Jesus, fuck. Uh, yeah, that's what, that's what, uh, <laughs> that's what Jeffrey Epstein's friends, 
uh, call it when you uh, you're the first one in on mm-hmm. a new a new 14 year old. It's the Jesus fuck. <laughs> <laughs> the Jesus fuck. I always thought the Jesus fuck was when you nutted on their hands and then feet and then <laughs> and then you come back after three days. <laughs> nice. Like just just come back or come on their back. Yeah 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, that's one of my favorite. Uh, you know, I don't really talk that much about Parks and Rec anymore, but that uh, Your Honor, this is clearly <clears throat> perjury. Mm-hmm. But uh, the yeah the uh, the Chris Rock uh, uh, the comeback story. What? Not Chris Rock. Um, Chris Pratt. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. You've heard that. You've seen that. Yeah. 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 Bud Dwyer. Oh, okay. <laughs> no. <clears throat> no. The um. <laughs> uh, when when let, they're talking about something. Uh, yeah. Because Chris Pratt has some really good improvised lines on the show. And for our listeners who can't listen to this with us, yeah, it's like uh, Leslie or whoever is talking is like, well, this is going to be a great comeback story. Like so and so, blah blah blah. And uh, Chris Andy, Chris Pratt is like, ah, Kim Kardashian. And she's like, yeah. Uh. Uh. Okay. He's like. Yeah, yeah, in the video, you know, she gets coming on her back, I think. That's <laughs> 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 still funny. I had to watch it again. <laughs> and the entire, everyone else in the cast just loses their shit. <laughs> oh, that's so good. Hmm, what else? What else? What else is on my mind, Grapes? Mm-hmm. Thrust in motion. Is there anything else you got to bring, you want to bring up? Do you have to get going? Uh, pretty soon, yeah. Uh, All right, well, I'm at like 55 minutes, so. I am also that. Uh, so, you know, close enough. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I'm going to throw in random clips to fill out the hour or just not do that. And like a just short like, episode. You got a fucking episode. It's a few minutes short. So what? The last one was 20 minutes long. The last one was 20 minutes long? Longer than an hour. Oh, yeah. Yeah. 20 <laughs> minutes over. So like, yeah. yeah. You got you got your damn. You got your, you got your fucking time. <clears throat> You've got uh, your damn content. Oh, no, it was 12 minutes over. Who cares? The one before that was 13 over. The one before that was 19 over. If we turn in a 56, 7-minute episode, it'll be fine. Yeah, our audience be fine. will be it'll fine. It'll be fine. Also because yeah. our audience never gives us feedback. Yeah. Your wife will be fine. probably doesn't care much one way or the other. <laughs> uh, All right. Uh, oh, shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do, I do have something. Uh, I figured out what that shit was about. Uh, no, you were frozen for a bit, so I couldn't tell if you were telling a funny joke Oh, uh, no, uh, yeah, I figured out My wife out what... doesn't listen to the show, are you serious? Yeah, I, mean, I figured she, out what the, uh, uh, yeah, I figured out what that, uh, what that bit was. Oh? Yeah, uh, hold on. So, Bob, grab your towels, it's been, it's been an hour. hour, time to hop out, out of the community, community shower. <laughs> Uh, yeah, and, um, I was just gonna say real quick, uh, I went ahead and checked our email just in case we got any listener feedback, and we did not, so. Hell yeah. 
<laughs> just, just the way we like it. <laughs> All right, folks. That'll do it for us, I think. Unless you really had a story you wanted to tell. No, I don't. Good night, okay. everybody. Good night. <laughs>